Hey guys, what's up? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Heart on the Mic. I am a few days late because things have just been out of control. So sorry for dropping this episode late. I'm literally on the go right now. Have my earphones popped in and just recording in public. Just got to make it work. And... um Things have just been a bit crazy for me. I've transitioned from working a part-time job um, 20 to 30 hours a week to working three jobs at a time, uh, so about 60 plus hours a week, and just down to two now. So that's where I've been at these last couple of weeks or this last month month or so. So thank you for bearing with me. Haven't really been on social media or anything like that. Just all work, no play. And that's about it. Just trying to keep my house in order and maintain a healthy, balanced life, physically, spiritually, in my marriage. And um, it's really, truly a juggling act. And I feel like I'm failing at it most of the time, but all I can do is just continue to press on and go forward and just stick to all that I know needs to get done and to be true to myself in this. And I know that sounds so cliche, but when your foundation is shifting and when so much is going on and when there's so much change, um you can so quickly be lost in the shuffle. And I can say for me, it's been hard because I'm used to having my my routine, my church life is pretty um, black and white. I go to church Fridays and Sundays and I fellowship with my congregation and my leadership and I get fed. And um, Saturdays, you know, we have events or women's breakfast and things like that. And now I'm just there on Fridays and trying to maintain um, having time to spend with my husband as well. So recently I've missed church on uh, two Fridays and it's just, it's leaving me feeling defeated, not having my life in order and set in stone. And that brings me to a feeling I had in January and um, rewinding a bit when shades happened. um, I was just really battling with a lot of self-doubt and I felt like um, disqualified. I didn't feel qualified enough to be leading a women's conference. I didn't feel qualified enough to be speaking life into women. I didn't feel qualified enough to try to be leading people. But I feel like that's just an attack and a lie from the enemy. You know, some of it is just me um, just being hard on myself most of my life and still to this day in adulthood. um, Many people close to me will say I'm my own worst critic. And that's just something I have to learn to deal with and to navigate with and to navigate through. And just to be able to know when it's my conscience and conviction versus me being tough on myself and being unrealistic. 
So that's something that I'm currently working on right now in my life is just differentiating and knowing when it's conviction and when um, I need to, you know, be corrected and seek the counsel of my people and my leadership at church or when it's just me being tough on myself and failing to reach those expectations that I have set in my mind. So that's just what I've been working through and dealing with. So I just wanted to encourage anybody who's on the move, who's, you know, being that go-getter, who's trying to reach those goals, who's has a lot of change going on in their life and is just even needing a restructuring of their routine, know that it's not the best feeling to have any type of change. I don't know about you, but I'm someone who likes to stick to my routine and likes consistency. So when there's some type of change, I'm resistant to it. Um, as immature as it may sound, I just don't like it. I'm stubborn. Um, but I'm learning to work through that and being able to identify it, especially with always having so many, so many things going on and having a lot on my plate. It's just a matter of prioritizing and being realistic. And we've talked about this a few episodes ago where I have the habit of taking on too much. So that's why I let go of that third job and I'm where I'm at now and I enjoy what I'm doing. I enjoy being a youth worker and I enjoy um, caregiving and doing what I'm doing. I don't dread going to work. It's just a matter of dreading getting up in the morning and getting my routine started going for my run reading my word and just making sure my house is in order before I walk out the front door I know my house doesn't have to be um, completely tidy or spotless but I do know what it is to have my house in order while I'm gone um, so that I'm not worrying about it all day while I'm at work and just expecting to get home to a complete disaster versus knowing it's in order and just expecting to come home to make dinner for my husband and just wind down. I do work um, a second shift job, so I do get home late. So I'm just adjusting to the new schedule that I've wanted, which is a second shift job because it just works best for my home life and things like that and me just not being a morning person but still having to get up in the morning and take care of the house and things like that. So those are my current challenges and what I've been up to and why I've been MIA. And all, with all that being said, something else that comes with change is a feeling of disconnect because your foundation is shifting and you're not in the place where you are usually at. You know, you're literally hopping onto something new and you're having to get comfortable to this new setting, to this new placement, to this new flow. So you can feel disconnected and that's where I've been at too. I've been feeling disconnected um, all across the table, not being able to be in constant contact or communication with my leadership at church. Um, shifting the work routine and what time I get home from work and what that looks like for my home life and my marriage, what it looks like even just calling my mom every day and talking to her the way I'm used to, communicating with Nadia and all my friends and making time with my sisters and my nieces and my nephew, 
that all matters to me and that has all made me feel disconnected because I haven't been consistent about showing up in those places that make me feel the most satisfied and that I take the most joy in is hanging out with my husband and you know doing things going for hikes and having the energy to show up in these relationships um, is what I'm working through because I haven't had the energy to do that I haven't had the time I haven't figured out where that new call has to take place instead of calling my mom every day at eight in the morning when I'm on my way to work um, what it looks like now as far as when it is going to be a good time to call her or checking in with my husband and just being present honestly I feel like I'm just having to dig myself out of this mountain of tasks and crossing off things off the to-do list but at the end of the day I know I'm gonna get through it and I know it's just adjustments that happen in the midst of change and it's not the end of the world and I'm gonna get through it and I'm gonna feel like I have a uh, a balance in my household, at least what it looks like for me in this season and in this time, and go from there. And, you know, I have other tasks on the back back burner, like redoing my apartment in itself and what that looks like. And um, just those little stressors that really don't need to be stressors and things I've been putting on the back burner. But I'm looking forward to doing a little mini at-home studio so I don't have to be here in public recording my episode, uh, but I'll have my own little space at home to be able to record and get comfortable and be able to work late nights and sit in there and just type away, talk away, whatever uh, it may be. So I'm excited about that. Honestly, who knows how long that will take. Might be done in April. Just depends on me learning how to prioritize and manage my time and just be realistic about my expectations and my timeframes and my goals and setting new ones because now that I'm in a new place, um, I have to set new goals financially, career-wise, and just family-wise with my husband, what my new job looks like for us and our goals and our development, what it looks like for him running his business and things like that, all these things that come with adulting, maturing, growing, and educating yourself. And um, that's something I'm hungry for right now is education and um, just learning more. I'm always hungry for that. And I'm, I enjoy writing. I've told you guys that so many times. And I haven't made the time to sit down and write. I haven't made the time to sit down and make those calls and talk to the people that I enjoy. But I'm in this point in the shift right now where I'm aware now of what I've been lacking and what I haven't been showing up for and really things that I've been sweating in the back of my head that are not a big deal that I've been putting on the back burner. So now that I'm sorting out my priorities and things like that and processing all of that just within this week, I know I got this. I've been afloat. God's by my side and I'm going to get through it. I appreciate all those people who have been gracious and supportive and not even smothering me, but giving me room to figure this out right now. Um, it means the world to have those friends texting me, asking me if they can help with anything, see how my new job is going, ask me how I'm doing uh, mentally, 
Um, being a youth worker is a very demanding job and you deal with multiple kids in different walks of life with different trauma, different goals and programs and coping mechanisms and stepping in to learn that for five to six other girls while my routine is changing. Yes, it's a lot, but I know at the same time too, it's not impossible. And as long as I'm seeking, you know, wisdom, reading my Bible, praying, and um, just being that light, I know I'm going to do all that I need to do at this job and just in my walk. And my walk is just so important to me. So when I feel like I'm slacking or that I'm neglecting reading the word or praying and things like that, I'm really tough on myself. It's like a snowball effect downward mentally um, or spiritually for me, actually. And I just start having those little um, arguments with myself in a sense. Well, not really arguments, but just I just am really tough on myself about it. So that's what I'm working through. That's where I'm at. And it's never good to be secluded and alone. So working on reaching out and talking to people, confiding in people, and just thought processing with people that I know are in a good headspace and know me well enough to know where I should be and where I need grace. And that balance in discipline versus grace is, is what I seek out in my friendships and things like that. At this point, I feel like I'm babbling on um, but I really, truly do hope that me sharing my heart in this can really help anybody out there who's just in an unsure place, is in an uncomfortable place, is just working through change. You got this. Know who you are and really know your purpose behind what you're doing. Don't go based off of feelings or emotion or need. Too many times I can go based off of need in the moment and make um, quick decisions because I feel like it's fulfilling a need in the moment. But in reality, sometimes I don't need to make those decisions because they're not make or break, they're minor needs. Like sometimes I can get so worked over, worked up over needing to go get a haircut because that's something that I like to do to take care of myself. But at the end of the day, do I really need to do it? No, I can even do it at home myself if I wanted to, even though that's probably not the best, um, <laughs> the best idea. But the point is, is to just be realistic with yourself and talk to somebody who just knows you well and that you're going to have like a clear perspective. How somebody who's going to help you unpack all that you're holding on to, all that you're suppressing, all those thoughts that are piled in the back of your mind. Just really find somebody who you can just process with and be true to your purpose. Be true to your why. And that's something I've been having to think about lately too. I wanted a second job, a second shift job, so I could have more availability in the morning to take care of A, B, C, and D, but I haven't even been doing that. So just circling back to my why and reminding me like, hey, this is why I want the job. I wanted to take this job so I can be more present 
in my family life so that I can be more available to do the things that I like, like for, to do the things I like, as an example, going to my husband's shop and helping him through the day or just popping in or dropping off lunch. Doing those little things that will make a difference to me and um, actually putting them into action and, and doing it so that I feel like I'm doing what I intended to do. Not just having all these grand ideas and making these plans up in my head and not following through. So once you get your priorities and your plans in order, then you'll be able to actually like follow through with all those things that you want to and know that you need to do. Because at the end of the day, nobody else is going to accomplish those things for you. Nobody else is gonna hold your hand to make you do it or to check on you every moment. Like, be accountable for your own task and your own desires and goals and dreams and capabilities, dude. It's so important because there's so many people and it makes me so sad when I know people have many talents and capabilities and they're putting them to waste. They're being lazy, they're sleeping on their capabilities because it's not convenient or it's too hard or it's not worth it or they're tired or they're broke or they don't have the support. Find the fire in you to make yourself do it, to do it for your future generation to do it for your future, to build something more. But in all that, when you are in a place like that where it's just constant negativity and constant discouragement, in all honesty, seeking God is the way to go. That's where the true drive, the supernatural drive will come in and the spirit will lead you. But if that all sounds foreign to you, I'm sorry, but that's just... How I get through things, that's what I believe and that's what I know is true. So feel free to ask me about that too. Something on a side small note, I've had a few people text me within the last few weeks asking questions about starting businesses up, about marketing, about legal stuff and a few other things and honestly that makes me so excited. I love being a resource and answering those types of questions and just really being that open ear I haven't been as available as I would like to be to give my undivided attention or even respond quick enough or even respond at all. But those text messages mean a lot to me because I love to see people build something more for themselves. I love to see people chase their dream and, and feed into that creativity and things like that. So I'm always here to support you guys. I, I have a crazy busy schedule, but best time to find me is in the morning if you're a personal friend shoot me a text or call me in the morning so that I'm not on the clock and I can give you undivided attention as much as possible or shoot us an email and we can go from there. Thank you guys so much for your support. What I do want to leave you with is my favorite scripture, which is going to be summarized, I guess that's the right word, or the, the way I memorized it. I don't know what version it is, but it's Proverbs 3, 5, and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll make your path right or some versions say straight. And um, for someone like me who overthinks almost everything, 
Um, sometimes I'm like, if I make this decision and I go with A, then what if it's wrong and I could have went with B and I wasted all this time and then I think about B and then I waste a whole bunch of time just being double-minded, guys. Oof. Being double-minded is no joke. It's going to cause you a lot of heartache, um, a lot of confusion will come from that and even just wasting time. So something I'm guilty of is just being double-minded in the sense of, um, like I just said, overthinking things. If I do this, then this, but then if I do that, then that. So it's just like, dude, just make the decision, trust um, what it is that you're going to be doing and go from there. And at the end of the day, if I'm honoring God through it, he's going to correct it and make just the whole process flow and things like that. But that is just a huge, huge step back as being double-minded, aka unsure of what you want, unsure of what you're doing, unsure of what you're trying to accomplish, unsure of where you're going in life. Truly know, have some type of idea, some form of knowledge about what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, who you are, and just run with it. Be the best in that time with what you have now, with that knowledge, that wisdom, that drive, that courage, fearlessness, whatever it is, whatever your best characteristic is, run with that and, and see where it will take you. And um, another thing too is just knowing that every day is a gift and deeper than that is what you are currently appointed to, what you currently have the privilege to do, the opportunity to work on. Know that it's all a privilege because at the end of the day, things can be stripped away from you. I've seen it done before. I've worked at a company where I've seen multiple rounds of layoffs. Even though you may hate the job, appreciate it and do your best at it because you never know. There can be a layoff around the corner and you just might not, you might be that person and then it's just like, wow, I wish I appreciated that job more. Or, you know, uh, with all these deaths that we always talk about, tomorrow's not promised. Or an opportunity, something that always comes into my head is, you know, I wish I can do this, but I don't have the money or I don't have the time or I don't have this. But preparation is everything because if uh, opportunity just happens to miraculously open up and it's something that you want to do, but you haven't made the time to plant that seed or to water it or to even invest time in it, when that opportunity comes and that door opens, you're not gonna be able to walk through it because you're not qualified because you haven't been using your time wisely enough, because you haven't been wanting it enough to pursue it, even in the slightest way. So preparation is everything. And when you're grateful and when you're looking at everything as a privilege, you're going to value it. So value all that you have in right now. Soak it up. Don't be constantly looking forward to the next thing and the next season and the next opportunity but embrace the opportunities that you have now and be grateful and show gratitude and give thanks and you never know what's going to happen. And um, something that my husband and I always talk about too or that we remind, remind each other of is that we may not have all that we want now or have all that we feel we've worked hard enough for, but there's always someone that's in a more challenging situation that has a bigger need, that has a bigger, greater deficiency in whatever it is 
that they're facing in their life. So just be grateful for what you have and trust that God's in control. Allow him to be in control and just chill. Chill out. It's not the end of the world. Everything will work out if you just have faith. So I'm going to really leave it with that. I'll talk to y'all later. And um, I really appreciate all of you tuning in. And um, hopefully next episode, you'll hear from myself and Nadia. Once again, this is Heart on the Mic brought to you by The Exchange Project. Bye.